What's up, it's Naja, and welcome to Deep Convos and Tequila. I am so happy to have you here. And you know what? Let's get straight to the episode. This is going to be a great episode. Um, and it's very special to me because as you can see from the title, it's going to be about the power in building your own table. Now, the journey I have walked to recognize the power in building your own table is crazy. I want to share this with you all because I know if I'm going through it, there has to be a hundred other people or a thousand other people going through the same thing. So we have to help each other get through it. I'm recording this at like 7 a.m. in the morning. So I'm not going to say get your tequila, get your Hennessy, but get your tea, your coffee, whatever. All right, y'all. So let's get into it. I'm so excited. Uh, let's do it. The power in building your own table, right? So I, my vision for this episode, I was like, I want to start by giving a little bit of background just on my story, just so it can kind of give context and, you know, help you understand it better. I started undergrad in like 2016. I went to school for mass communications. I've always loved to write. I'm like, you know, journalism might be, you know, the perfect field for me. That's something that I can see myself doing. So I went for it. It was nothing less than amazing in terms of being prepared for that specific career field. What I liked about my college, I went to Five Towns College. It is a small private college in the woods, all the way in Dick's Hills. But what I liked about it is that our professors were actually people that were active in the journalism field. Sometimes professors would come late to class because they just filmed a news piece, you know, out in Long Island somewhere. So it was really cool to have learned from them and even just be in their presence because we really got that hands-on training from them. But uh, once I got to college, I really gravitated towards radio. I've always looked up to Angie Martinez. You know, if you are a black girl from New York and MassCom, you know that is like your girl, your go-to girl. Um, Angie Martinez is definitely the one to learn from. So I've always been a fan of her. So I, I went into radio in college and um, I started a show called Hip Hop Galore because I'm a big hip hop fan. So I just had to, and that was lacking a lot in Five Towns College. We had no representation for like urban radio whatsoever. So I was happy to be able to bring that to the school. So I started this show. It aired like every Wednesday at eight. I would have these artists come in and we do interviews live. Um, it would be like a whole big production. Like I had a DJ. Um, that was my dream. I went hard with it. Uh, you know, while I was in college, you know, I would literally stay up to like two, three o'clock in the morning every single day, um, you know, preparing for my show, you know, trying my best to you know, make sure we just had everything, making sure the DJs were going to be there on time, making sure we had all the music we wanted, you know, all the topics we were going to talk about. So I did that every, every day. And even just learning how to use the equipment in um, the, the radio, 
So, and I would even produce, you know, other shows that we had there. So radio was just my thing. So I remember always telling my friends, you know what? I want to work with Angie Martinez. Like I'm going to be the next Angie Martinez. Like I literally manifested that. And I'm going to get into that once we uh, kind of, you know, finish the context. But just keep that in mind. I used to say that a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. My first internship, which was right before, what was that? What year was that? Oh my gosh, y'all, I'm losing it. I believe it was 2019. It was 2019. So that was my first internship um, with 300 Entertainment. Um, I went in as a marketing intern, knew absolutely nothing about marketing nothing (laughs) but I was just like you know this is a great opportunity uh let me just send in my resume um because this was back before when you didn't even have to actually fill out the application 300 was just like send your resume send your cover letter and let's just do it so (laughs) I did that and you know glory be to God I was able to you know get an internship with them I wanted to go into public relations because, you know, I was also taking an interest into that as well, um, which is also a part of, you know, the whole mass communications uh, field. But they didn't have that. So they put me. So, yeah, so they put me, you know, into marketing, which was uh, that was like a whole different you know, we're, we're going to talk about internships on a different episode because I have someone in mind that I think would really fit that. But yeah, so my first internship was at 300. Um, shortly after, I did that for the summer of 2019. Um, by 2020, uh, right before the pandemic, January, um, Back to what I was saying before, you know, I was like, I always want to work with Angie Martinez. I finally landed a internship with Angie Martinez. And for these first couple of months doing the internship right before the pandemic hit, it was like living a dream. Uh, Most of the times when I walked in the building, I couldn't even believe that I was actually walking in the building. One of the best internships I've had to this day so you you can just imagine the mindset I have two great inter- at this point I have two great internships under my belt I'm graduating at the end of the year like there is like no if ands buts about it nothing right this is the mindset that I'm having you know I, I'm just living my dreams like I'm coming in every day into this building I'm meeting new celebrities every day Um, I get to, you know, help Angie out with her show and just also just really be hands on and a part of everything that she's doing. There's like, like, there's no better life for me at this point. I'm like, just, I'm happy. I'm ecstatic. And they were putting a little bit of money in our pockets too for it. You know, it wasn't like, you know, my other internship where we didn't get anything. We, we were, we were getting some nice money. Um, Shout out to iHeartMedia. So I was just I was just excited to be there. It was it was literally a dream come true still is. So now we're maybe in like March the pandemic hits. And I know a lot of us not even a lot of us, most of us have never experienced anything like this. And I don't think that I could ever prepare myself for how drastically my life changed at this point. 
like I said, I had this mindset of, you know, I have two great internships under my belt. I have extensive experience in radio um, and video production because I was doing it so heavy in college um, every day, three, four o'clock in the morning, just working. So I'm like, I'm set. I'm good. Like, there's nothing for me to worry about. But COVID-19 came and everything just like went up in flames. The whole world shut down. It was just, you know, it was a hard time for me because for one, I didn't even get a proper graduation. I was literally, um, you know, stuck in the house. You know, I was one of those 2020 graduates. Um, It was shitty. It was it was very shitty didn't get a graduation you know but I'm like okay you know what? I'm not even worried about that I'm more excited to to get a job in my career field and get started like I'm super excited that you know I'm hoping you know I could finish my internship with power because at that time I was still kind of doing it from home but that was cut short and you know all me myself and you know the other interns were let go you know but I was still still optimistic about the future and what could come it just didn't get any better (laughs) I I had a couple of interviews you know it didn't really go through so I you know that was like the first time I really felt like wait what like what like you know what do you mean it's not like you know you don't want me like I'm a freaking prize like I have all this experience I have these two great internships under my belt that I'm just fresh Mm -hmm. off of what are these no's like am I even understanding you know that was the beginning of that but you know I was able to you know get a job with hip-hop weekly where I was working with them during the pandemic but um you know it really wasn't giving me that that Angie Martinez show kind of vibes so you know I wasn't really satisfied you know but I was still you know applying and interviewing and I'm talking about you know those jobs that make you go through like four interviews. Um, You've done interviewed with the whole team and still saying, oh no, you know, no, you were our top two, but we chose this one, you know, this person, because, you know, I guess they were more, I guess they knew more of what they wanted, you know, was what was told to me. I was told I was too worldly because I do have experience in radio. I do have experience in writing. Um, And I don't put myself in the box because I just feel like I'm going to always bring more value when I have experience in so many different areas. That means that I can wear different hats. And, you know, let's be honest, in the job place, they need you to wear different hats. You know, it's it's never a time where you come in there and you're just doing your own job. So um, I I, that one, I never understood. But um, again, back to that mindset of, you know, I felt like I was set. I could not understand why I could not get a job. And trust me, I had some great interviews with some really big people in media and and it was soul crushing, soul crushing. So I'm getting these uh, no's over and over and over and over and over and over again. Slowly but surely, I'm, I'm, I'm losing um, that passion for my craft i'm losing the belief in myself oh with every no i'm losing it over and over and over again and now i'm like kind of fading away from it um and this is something that what's like you couldn't tell me 
no, Naja, you're not going to make it. No, Naja, you're not going to get like you. You can say all those things, but I'm going to still be, you know, um, steadfast into what I wanted to do. But hearing all these no's from like these big people in the companies and, you know, I'm going to save that for another episode, you know, about, you know, all those interviews I had, because I think that's also great to talk about, too. You know, hearing all of these no's, that, that was super hard for me. And I stopped believing in myself. And then you have, you know, those loved ones around you. This is like, oh, you know, you should go for this. You should go for that. And it has absolutely nothing to do with your career field. That's soul crushing. (laughs) That's soul crushing. It is. And it's soul crushing because the last thing you want to feel is um, the, the you know, the people that love you, um, they're losing it too. Um, They're losing that belief in you as well. Um, So every time I would hear that, even some days now, you know, it's still kind of, it tears away at me or even at that time it tore away at me because I'm like wow like (laughs) you know am I living in this delusional world where I really can't do what I enjoy you know I'm supposed to settle uh for you know a job that I really I, I I for lack of better words I really don't give a fuck about and just you know sit there and just somehow act like this is okay and I'm happy (laughs) like that that sounds like a death sentence to me and I'm supposed to do 20 30 years there so that was that was a really tough time in my life from that 2020 to like um maybe like early maybe like mid 2021 maybe the whole 2021 (laughs) the whole 2021 that was that was really hard for me because I just couldn't believe that this was my life. Like I worked so hard in undergrad to ensure that I could be set after and to end up with like nothing to show for it. It was, it was, it was heartbreaking (laughs) to say the least. It was, it was heartbreaking. That was the background. So now I'm ready to get into the struggles that you face in trying to still hold on to your dreams but actually living in a real world so one anxiety (laughs) anxiety Uh, and you know I want to emphasize again like you don't know how many times like I've questioned myself like wow am I living in a delusional world you know wanting this for myself like, am I just crazy? Am I not living in reality? You know, I remember there were times where, you know, I would clock into a shift and literally sit down and just cry because, you know, I felt like I failed myself. How how did I end up here? Like, what is my purpose for ending up here? And let's not even get into the, the pain I felt from God. You know, I felt so betrayed. I felt so left out you know so forgotten you know so I really battled in my spirituality as well because you know I've always been a true believer in God you know I've always consulted with God about everything that I've wanted in this life you know like I literally wrote my prayers every day you know right before I I faced this challenge I wrote them every single day so I just could not understand the betrayal and how I'm doing some I'm in a field that has 
absolutely nothing to do with what I wanted to do. Absolutely nothing. And that was another battle. That was another spiritual battle, you know, coming to work and trying to be, you know, a great worker, but not actually wanting to be there. So, oh, this is a good one. The fear of judgment from family and friends. Oh, oh, <laughs> this is a good one because, you know, as I talk to like, you know, other people I've been in college with and oh, just people in general, like I realize, you know, we really do care uh, what our families think about us, you know. We, we, we want to make them proud. I, yo, I know for me, I really, you know, that one person is my mom. So anytime, you know, I hear a no, uh, when it came to me applying for those jobs, so that's what really made me cry because it's like, you know, I know my mom really believes in me and she wants to see me win. And every time I get that, no, I feel like, oh my gosh, I failed again. Like I failed my mom again. When I see myself working at these jobs, you know, where I truly don't feel like I belong, you know, I feel like I failed my mom. That that was a, a another battle within itself, you know, feeling like, you know, I should already be having my own place and, you know, self-sufficient, but yet I'm still coming home to my mom's house. Like that's a, another soul crushing thing. That was another struggle that I've had. And I think this one goes for anyone, you know, you question yourself like crazy. Um, oh my gosh, sometimes my head is like the worst place to be. It's the worst place to be because the questions are just ridiculous. You know, like there's, there, there's no belief whatsoever. And just be reminded, this is not me um, speaking on my headspace right now. It's speaking on my headspace years prior, you know, right after the pandemic. But, but yes, you, you, you question yourself like crazy. You do. And I know a lot of people can relate to that, you know, to the point where it's just like, damn, like, you know, who am I? Because I really don't know. And the biggest struggle of all is money. Now, you don't even have to be going through what I'm going through specifically and people still have struggles. But that is one of the struggles of being torn in between your dreams and you know being in reality sometimes we get we get comfortable with the money right and this has definitely happened to me during this journey as you get comfortable with the the amount of money that's coming in and those dreams start to fade away because the money is just it's just working like it's just doing what it has to do and you know I did you know have like a really stable job Maybe I'll save that for another episode too because I know some real great guests for that. Um, but I had a real stable job, salaried and everything. And um, it wasn't leaving any space for me to even think about a project or think about a podcast or, you know, it was it, was, it had no work-life balance whatsoever. And um, every day I would walk into that place and um, it would get a certain time, I would feel like I was in jail every single day. Like I just wanted to run out every day, every day. I was like, no, this is not 
the place for me. And and it took so much thought. It was probably one of the hardest decisions I ever had to make because I knew that if I quit this job, I'm taking like a $15,000 pay cut from what, like I just knew that like that pay cut was gonna be big. I knew a lot of people were gonna be disappointed because a lot of people were excited for me to take that job. But I just, I like, I was like a zombie. You know, I was coming home and I had no energy for my family. I was just dead, basically. Just, you know, I'm just going at this point. I was like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. I quit my job. (laughs) I quit my stable job. I quit it. This is just not it. I am just going to go. I'm going, you know, I obviously, you know, I didn't quit it, um, you know, without having a backup. Of course, I had my backup, but it was going to be a big pay cut. But I quit it and I said, you know what? I'm just going to chase my dreams. I'm going to take the pay cut, you know, going to struggle a little bit. Money going to be a little tight, but I'm going to chase my dreams. I am done just trying to look like everything is okay. You know, having these jobs just to make it look like I'm doing something. Um, I'm done. I'm done. I'm throwing in a towel. You can keep your money. I want my sanity. I want my peace. So I'm done here. So that's what I did. I sent them a nice email, with you know, saying, hey, this is my last day. And that was that. The relief, the happiness that I've felt since then is indescribable. And let me tell you something. God has not missed one freaking payment for me since then. God has taken care of me since then. I mean, he was taking care of me before, but he has made sure that I have not gone without since then. So if this is that sign that you need to take that risk in your life, a calculated risk that I like to say, um, calculate it. Don't just take stupid risks. Calculate it. <laughs> this is that sign. Do what makes you happy. Do what lights up your spirit. Do what brings you you peace. So I, I'm glad I got that in. <laughs> but let's get into the conclusions, I would like to call it, of the episode. But more so the lessons I learned and how we got to the power in building your own table. So the first lesson, the first lesson, should I say, is that success equals failure. So I never really experienced failure. Um, so this was the first time that I have experienced failure on such a, at, at such a fast rate. So I failed a million times. I failed a million times, but I'm here. I'm back to what I love. And and my goal is to help other people get back to what they love and to find that passion again. So success equals failure. You do not have success without failure. And there's not going to be no failure without success, right? (laughs) So always remember that, you know, every time you have that, that bad break or um, whatever it may be, that's a part of the journey. Success equals failure. 
always remember that you know you're probably not where you want you want to be because you didn't feel enough yet so think of it that way because that that really helped me a lot i think the biggest thing during this journey i realized just how much god um really does care about me really does love me because i feel like he didn't allow all those jobs to happen for me because he knew that would have probably just you know probably taken away from one my relationship with god oh you know i just know him just for giving me everything that i want and you know and and that's just my guy you know he just provide you know he just he just does what i what i need when i need it so he taught me a valuable lesson um and just learning how he operates that god is going to give you more than you ask for you know i didn't even know that i needed strength i didn't even know that I needed that unwavering belief in myself and in God, you know, no matter what happens or, you know, who says what, like you continue to believe in yourself no matter what. So um, that was another lesson that I learned through this journey. Trust in God, trust in God. And let me tell you something. I literally have chills as I'm saying this, but trust in God and God will provide you with everything that you need more than you need. God knows what's best, you know, because I probably could have been at one of those jobs right now. But would I be doing my podcasting or would I probably be working on someone else's podcast? Hmm. <laughs> but no, we're here and I'm working on mine and um, and I'm super excited for where it's um, it's going to go. Uh, this is the, this is another great one. I think sometimes when we don't have that belief from some people that we feel should believe in us again that can be soul crushing but what i've learned is to do it for the people that believe in you do it for yourself focus on the positive it's always easy to focus on the negative but focus on the positive and i know that might even sound some cliche to some but focus on the positive and this has come from a person that used to think nothing but negative all the freaking time. And yo, sometimes it still catches me, but now I'm able to redirect myself. But focus on the positive and again, do it for the people that love you. And like the great Fabio Foran said, sometimes they just don't love you yet. So don't worry about getting the love and all this. Sometimes they just don't love you yet. They don't know if they love you yet do it for the people that believe in you that support you and that make sure you're good in your lowest times because those are the people that they they de- they deserve that you know um when you're feeling tired and you know like you want to give up remember those people that helped you um in your lowest times so do it for them stop questioning yourself mm-hmm and i know we all do it you know so stop questioning yourself believe in yourself you know even if it's even if it's given delusional (laughs) you know believe in yourself believe in yourself because that's what builds up that self-confidence so always continue believing in yourself um it will bring you so far and that's what brought me to to this very present moment right now first of all this is a freaking vibe i'm sitting here recording the sun is freaking beautiful 
it's just it's just a vibe right now i'm sorry i just had to explain that but um life is hard life is hard it can be so hard that it literally tears us down but i promise that if you focus on the positive and you push forward even though everything is trying to push you backward that there will be better days there will be better days and i'm saying this from a place of i know what it is to be in the dark i know what it is to feel like i'm not shit i know what it feels like to feel like a failure i know what it is to see other people winning and you not having those wins i know what it feels like but again focus on the positive focus on what you have focus on the people that believe in you and just be happy be at peace and i promise god is is going to provide you with all that you need he's going to make sure that you're okay so i hope that this this episode uh really showed you the power in building your own table because sometimes you can't sit at everyone's table you know um god doesn't want you at everybody's table but you can build your own and you can somewhat be the leader of that table and you know and help others build their own so i i think what i'm trying to say is hmm, we don't need anyone any corporation any title any person to put us in a place of uh power we don't need that we all have our own individual power and it's all about bringing it out so bring your power out and live the life that you want because let me tell you we're here for a good time not a long time so make sure you live the life the way that you want to live and i'm not saying go out do ridiculous shit um i'm just saying do things that that make you happy um because at the end of the day we can't take any of this with us but you know we know we did what made us happy so again i thank you all for tuning into this episode i've had a great time i hope that these lessons i hope that my story helped anyone that may be going through the same thing and um I look forward to more episodes with you. So this is Deep Combos and Tequila. And make sure you tune in next week. Later.